Hello, y'all. Welcome to the Janae Franco Show. I am hopping on here last minute. Um, I knew this week was going to be a little wild and I wanted to beat the storms in case we have some crazy storms tomorrow. I didn't want to try and podcast then. I have just had a lot of thoughts swirling around in my head and I just wanted to, to hop on and share with you. So welcome to the journey. Welcome to the thoughts that are processing in my head. And I'm just so excited to have you here today. So I've been thinking about this concept of perfectionism a lot. As you guys know, I've been talking about it, thinking about it. And last week was quite a challenge for me. I had started Monday with, um, like I normally do, getting a lot of things done with the kids in school. And then Monday afternoon, I started to notice this nagging pain that had been going on in my back spread, and I was pretty much immobilized (laughs) for a few days. Um, Thank goodness for my amazing physical therapists, because I was able to get in on Thursday and um, get everything taken care of, or Wednesday, I think it was, so that I could enjoy my birthday and enjoy the weekend. And so, but it, it brought up a lot of thoughts and feelings in me. I know I have talked about strengths before, on this podcast. It is something that I just enjoy. The more I dig into it, the more I learn about these strengths as just even a language, right? It's not necessarily like this is an excuse for being a jerk or being angry, but it's being able to understand why I'm frustrated or why I'm angry or why I'm acting a certain way, um, or even what I need, what drives my behavior, it drives my actions, it drives my thoughts. Um, all of these different things and the way they interact with one another really play a part. And so I was super excited on um, Friday, I was doing some driving and I've been digging around. I've talked a little bit about, I don't know if I've talked about him on here, Simon Hurry. He's the talent to Titan. I think he has a podcast on Spotify and he talks about the strengths and he is brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. And it's really broken it open for me. Um, in a really interesting way. And so I had only really looked on Spotify. I am a member of his community and I was digging around on there and I found the uh, classes that he did on Activator, Achiever and Strategic, which were, um, which are a few of my top 10 strengths. And he, they weren't on Spotify, but they were in his private academy. And so I was texting my, my friend, Michelle Dunn, who's also my, been my strengths coach. And I was like, I'm really excited to dig into this because I, have just been blown away by what strengths have been able to do for me in accepting, not just accepting who God created me to be, but to be honest, and this may be part of me being high in self-assurance, but anytime I learn about my strengths, I texted Michelle, I said, I love myself more and more every time I hear Simon talk, because I just, I just love who God created me to be. And um, I really do. And I hope that you do too. Because the thing is, is there's not like any magical, like, Um, golden strength where it's like, oh, these are the strengths to have if you want to have the ultimate strengths or whatever. Now, obviously, uh, depending on what your strengths are, you might say otherwise. But the reality is it's just so beautiful to see, be seen and known because that's the thing when you hear, when you hear that, it just really helps you to be seen and known for who you are. So I feel like I'm, I'm digressing a little bit. But the reason I'm here talking about this is because I really struggled with, and I came on Instagram and I was like, I feel useless. Well, 
when he was talking about the high achieving strength, which is my nine, I think it is. I want to say it's nine. It's in my top 10. It's my only executing strength. And executing strengths are very concerned with finishing things. It's not so much just starting or, or whatever. Now, achiever is very focused on effort. So the we believe as, as a natural achiever, I believe that things should be hard and require effort. Is that always true? No. But it was interesting because that was actually a piece I was getting coached on when it comes to building virtue on Thursday. Um, she was like, it sounds like you believe that acquiring virtue is hard. And I said, actually, I would agree with that. I think that that's where I'm at is, um, which I think sometimes it can be, but having a thought that something's hard isn't necessarily going to help you. And then also when I was having these thoughts about being like, I couldn't sit and I couldn't really stand for a couple of days. I just was having to like be in different positions to try and rest my back. I was on some pain medication that made me really out of it. So thankfully my husband was around to be able to help with the kids. Um, and I just had to tell them like, y'all are going to have to like, you know, kick it up around the house. Cause I, one of my daughters was making breakfast one of the mornings. Um, and I like, Ooh, this is actually a really nice time to phase into helping them around them, helping me around the house. So anyway, I was, yeah, I was laid up and I felt horrible mentally as well as physically at the end of the day. I was like thinking of all the things on my to-do list that I did not get to do. And it really bothered me a lot. And of course, I'm working on docility to the Holy Spirit and allowing these things to happen. And so I was I was really trying to do my mindset work around it and being like, okay, this is happening. And so I need to just accept reality. And the more I fight reality, the more my brain is going to like it's going to be really hard. And so I'm not saying that I did it perfectly, but it was an interesting exercise. And I share this with you because of a couple of things. I could see how my desire to achieve actually came from somewhere really good. It's something I've always had, but it was like when I couldn't do that, when I couldn't even like do the dishes and put him in the dishwasher and cook and provide for my family or whatever. It made me feel as though my worth had gone down, maybe not disappeared completely. And I don't know if any of you have ever been in this situation, but the reality is that my worth is not based on anything that I do or anything that I'm saying or achieving. Not to say that that's not a gift in me, the fact that I actually can take on a good bit of work and like get things done and get maybe more done than somebody else. So, you know, whatever, but I needed to be able to detach from that in order to accept that there's just sometimes when we have to accept the reality in front of us, like the fact that I was actually listening to hallow a whole lot or listening to the gospels or, praying more or because, or sometimes podcasts taking in information, but um, some of it, my mind was kind of just off because I was on medication and I had to just rest and I had to just be with the Lord and let him do what he was going to do. But it was interesting because this process really highlighted my thoughts around what it means for me to be a high achiever, what it means for me to want to accomplish a lot, to finish things, and how frustrating sometimes it can be within motherhood to do this. And I want to tell you a little story that came up when I was talking um, to my strengths coach earlier today. And it was sort of this aha moment. I've had so many different uh, parts of these moments throughout my life. And 
it just, it sort of clicked for me. So when I, after I had two babies, I was wanting to, I tried a bunch of different exercises and I wasn't really feeling anything. I could never really stay consistent with anything. It was difficult for me. I could always start things, but you know, not great at finishing also probably related to my strength of being activator. And I had had two babies and I found, I ended up finding running. So around June or July, I began like a couch to 5k. I thought, well, I can't hurt. My husband did cross country in a, in high school. And I thought, well, I mean, he did it. So maybe I, we could, I could do it. And then maybe we could run together at some point. So I started running and I wound up actually really, really loving it a lot. And I remember from that July, I did my first 5k in September. And then I had, you know, never run more than 3.1 miles. I did a four mile or five mile race for Thanksgiving. And then I did my first and only half marathon that next January. So I look at that and I think that's a really great example of a lot of my strengths in action. Achiever, this was since becoming a mother, this was the first time that I had really found something that I could complete. Something, and I remember telling people this, like, I love running because I can start it and I could finish it. And it drove me crazy, the monotony and then the just the constancy of motherhood. And I remember taking this to counseling actually a couple of years ago. Uh, and she, she said to me, I remember thinking, she said, well, what if that is just what motherhood is going to be? And I remember thinking, no way. I was like, then I didn't sign up for this. Like, I need to finish things. Um, and so I don't know how many of you guys can relate to this. But I loved running and having that piece in my life for a long time. I actually thought it was the actual running and, and maybe it was, but I've had a really hard time being consistent with it in my late thirties, partially because of health reasons, partially because um, my joints are just um, a little bendier than most. And it, it's a difficult thing to run. I have to be very attentive to my core work and other things. That's kind of why I have a, a physical therapist in my pocket. They have an amazing practice where um, they're like hands-on with you the whole time. There's no shuffling between patients. And um, it's just been a really, really great fit for me because I naturally, like I just have injuries and then I'll go and we'll go one or two times and they'll help me, you know, get a program together and I'll come home and then, you know, life happens. And anyway, and then it's a different part that I need to go back for. But um, I feel like I'm, I'm digressing a little, but the point of this story is I realized that what I said about finishing a task is like directly correlated with achiever. Um, that that is actually something that I very much need as a part of my life. And although at the time I thought it was running. So even when I got into this whole Instagram thing, if you go like all the way back to the beginning of my Instagram, um, you know, when I started building my brand back in August of or September of 2020, I was posting a lot about being a mom and being a runner because I had had this coach and mentor and she was just really inspirational to me as far as being able to get mental health and running kind of coinciding. But what I found was I would get an injury and then I would kind of fall off the wagon and then get another injury. And, and so I haven't really gotten into it in a while, but it's not so much the running for me as it is about the achieving. And so as I found this work of entrepreneurship and of coaching and of helping other people, I, my need for running really has just diminished. It's not to say that I shouldn't exercise, but in my particular situation, um, there are other types of exercise that just honestly are better for me at this point in my life. 
And I could go back and run if I wanted to, but the point of it is recognizing that I had a need for achieving something, checking it off the list and then putting it and then moving on to the next thing. It's not so much bad. It's, it's not the achieving that nature um, and going back to perfectionism, the perfectionism itself. I was like, there's, it's not bad because if I were to admit or, or say that this tendency toward um, perfectionism itself is bad, then I would have to believe that a lot of me was actually bad too. And so maybe it's not so much about perfectionism itself. Now, obviously, as I talked about, I think there can be a spirit of perfectionism that is um, in the vice category that is in a spirit. It is a spirit in the back of um, Father Chad Ripperger's book. However, I think the, the, the core of, ex- of, of perfectionism is actually more about the pursuit of excellence. And that is something that I have had my whole life. I have always wanted to excel. I've wanted to do well in things. And yes, I think there has been a piece of it that has been attached to this perfectionism where I'm more concerned about myself. I'm really afraid of failure. I'm not able to move forward because I'm so paralyzed by this fear of failure or, um, just some of those, some of those pieces of perfectionism that can be misconstrued and that can go down the wrong path if they are, you know, fed. However, when it's well balanced, I think that there is a piece of us, of me at least, that really wants to pursue excellence, to be the very best mom I can be. I want to be the best wife I can be. I want to be, I want to be a saint. Like, I, I don't I don't necessarily care if there's a name on me like, you know, you have a prayer card one day that says St. Janae. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. But what I mean is like that that is the goal. Right. And that's the difference between pursuing perfection and pursuing excellence is that perfection says it's all about me. I don't want to appear bad to the world. I want everything on the outside, the outside of the cup to be clean. But inside I'm a mess. But the pursuit of excellence, particularly and very importantly, with God being in the center of all of that is that we are pursuing excellence in things of God. So we are keeping our hearts and our minds on Christ Jesus, on virtues, building those virtues, having the humility, which I think if you are truly, I say this because I've experienced it. If you are truly caught by the the claws of perfectionism, you are not going to admit your own flaws. You're not going to want to hear any criticism from anyone else. You can't take it because to ex- to do that would it be accepting that somehow you have a weakness, that there is a failure. Um, I want to see if I can find my notes on this because it was really interesting. So you have this defensiveness because I've had it too. I say you, but like I've experienced this defensiveness where I don't want to be criticized because I can't take that criticism. Whereas the pursuit of excellence is being able to say in humility that you don't always know the best way, that following the Lord is pretty much, I mean, that is the way to heaven. God has a path for us that we can choose or we cannot choose. And this is why perfectionism can be so, can produce so many bad fruits in our lives. If we don't learn how to let the Lord redeem it, 
And I love, I love that idea of the redemption of perfectionism or the transformation of re- perfectionism. I wanted to look up these definitions and prepare like notes for this podcast, but I realized if I didn't do it right now, then it wouldn't happen because my kids are going to be home in about 10 minutes. So yeah, I just really, really wanted to get on here and talk about it because I, I think it's so important that the redemption of something, uh, when we think about it, it's like Christ died and redeemed us. So in a sense, it's like we have to die to our perfectionism in order to redeem, to let Christ redeem that perfectionism in us and to become the high achievers, the pursuit of excellence that the Lord is calling us to. There's a virtue for this. It's called magnanimity. It's it's the pursuit of excellence, particularly of great things. And I want to inspire all of you out there, including myself that have this dream of pursuing great things and excellence. Like there is nothing wrong with you for wanting that. You might feel different. You might feel out of place. You might not get a second invite to that dinner because all you wanted to talk about was personal development and the last book you read and everyone else wanted to just talk about Netflix or whatever shows we're on. And I'm not saying that any of those things are bad, but I felt so out of place before I found other women who were striving, who were pursuing excellence in their lives. And sure, sometimes it looked a little bit like perfectionism. Sometimes it looked like striving, but they were at their heart, just so pursuing the Lord's call for their lives and the call to greatness that they felt, whether that's to big crowds or one-on-one or whatever, like it's, it's just so beautiful to see in myself and in others, this acceptance of Like we are not made wrong. We are not wrong. We are not broken. Uh, I mean, we are, but you know what I'm saying? Like in this particular thing, like we are human. So yes, we need Jesus. But when we could call upon Christ in this and allow him to redeem, to die to our perfectionism and allow that to become this achieving of excellence in our lives, like, and truly laying down our own hearts, laying down our own desires. And pursuing that. Like that's what self-development is about. That's what personal development is about. That is why I'm a coach. Not because I want to just be great at something for the sake of being great at something, but because this is what God has put on my heart. This is the desire that's put on my heart. And I want to be the best mom that I can be. I want to be the best wife that I can be. I want to be the best entrepreneur that I can be. Like, I love being the best and not even number one. I don't, I'm not super high in competition, but I do love um, that high achievement. So anyway, I, I don't know how much more I really need to say on this today, but I want to encourage you. This is where I'm going with this. If this interests you, let me know. Send me a DM. DM. Like, I, I want to know, does this stir in you feelings of hope? Do you identify with what I'm talking about here? Do you also have these feelings where you want to pursue excellence, but then believe that something is wrong with you? Maybe because all of a sudden you're on the playground and and you're there with other moms and you start to feel like you're a little bit left out. Like, is there anyone else that really, that, that strives for this greatness? And it doesn't have to look like making a business. It could look like pursuing whatever it is the Lord wants you to do in your life. Um, Maybe it's volunteering, maybe it's ministry, uh, maybe it's it's showing up to your job or your work with more of a servant's heart. But it is really important if we desire this excellence. There's a reason that it's there in our hearts. We do not need to shame it. And honestly, 
we don't need to overcome it necessarily. Like we don't need to put this in the past. We, and I know I've said that I literally have said this like a few weeks ago and it has, it's the irony is not lost on me that here I am talking a few weeks later and I'm like, well, I think I was a little wrong. Like I really do. <laughs> I haven't even gone back to look at my notes yet because this is really just like the last five days. I'm just really chewing on this and, and processing it. And it feels like the Lord is just trying to show me almost how beautiful I am to be created this way. And that's what I want to say is if you have these desires and these hopes and maybe it comes out as a, a controlling or perfectionistic, or maybe you're, you have all or nothing thinking, or you're really afraid of failing, or you've tasted what it looks like to be in your glory, to have something that you can achieve, maybe outside of the home. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong to want that because I think we all need something like that in our lives because we're going to be constantly frustrated if we don't have those things that really the Lord has placed in our hearts for a reason. So pursue excellence. This is why this is why perfectionism doesn't serve you because I spent so many years in doubt and anxiety in all the wrong environments. Um, I was on committees and other things where I had to like wait for other people to decide things. And I'm just that's just not my favorite place to be. I like to be in charge. Like, I'm just going to be completely honest. I love having my own business because I get to make the decisions with my husband, of course. And I just want to speak to you if you're out there and you're like being able to cut ties from things that really drained my energy. That's kind of perfectionism can hold you back in that sense. Like these, that pursuit is not going to lead you to excellence because you're going to be so focused on you that you're not going to see the people that you want to serve. Because I'm assuming like all of us are here because we want to do the Lord's will. We want to serve God, whether that's within our families or in our businesses or in our work or whatever that looks like. It's going to hold you back because if you're focused on yourself, you're not going to be focused on the Lord. You're not going to be focused on what he wants to do in your life. And you're going to allow the fear and the uncertainty and the doubt and the insecurity to all creep in. And those are going to keep you still. They're going to keep you in the wrong clubs. Maybe you're afraid to say no to certain things because you already said yes, but now you realize it's really not a good fit for you. Be able to say no, get in the right environment because when your strengths are in the right environment and you're able to, then you're able to really grow beyond where you ever imagined. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing some more research on this, but I really wanted to hop on here today and just share a little bit of my journey with you this week. Um, I've just felt so much love and consolation from the Lord to be able to accept this, to embrace this, and to really want to shout it from the rooftops because we are not broken. We are not wrong. There is a place for us. And the Lord wants just to keep moving, keep taking action toward that goal. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please DM me, email me. Let me know. Sign up for my email list if you want to hear whatever's coming next. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I would just love to interact with you and hear more about your story, about how this has impacted you. If this idea resonates with you of redeeming perfectionism and not and pursuing excellence instead of pursuing perfectionism. So God bless you guys. I hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you again soon.